Alright my dudes, it is episode 68 of the Pin Overload Podcast. I'm just going to be talking about current events today, and it's probably going to be pretty short because I'm running up on the barrier, but this whole uh, newsroom shooting thing, it, it's got me yeeted. Honestly, I mean, the whole, Sam and I are going back and forth about it, the whole idea that Milo Yiannopoulos started it, it seems pretty correlated, but going into it, the uh, the guy had issues with them for years. He'd gone back to a defamation suit in 2012, which, for those of you who don't know, defamation is really, really hard to try in the United States and win. Um, you have to be able to prove, and because the civil case is not beyond a reasonable doubt, it's just with the weight of the evidence that... They actually wanted to go after you without, and knew, or they knew that what they were publishing was false. Now, the issue with that being is a lot of news uh, publications get tons of leeway with what they're saying because their sources, one, don't have to be uh, public and their sources don't have to be correct. Now, in countries like the UK, it's, it's a lot easier to get away with, to win defamation suits because differences in the law but you know it's an issue and it eventually led up to the shooting now the idea that Milo Yiannopoulos made it happen the evidence is too far gone and we don't have enough information at this point in time the correlation and just the proximity of them seems kind of potential there if there's a bit of a uncanniness to it but other than that it's just I can't I can't I'm so tired of all this stuff like okay I am for the second amendment I'm all about having guns I'm all about having whatever guns you want but there's no there's no way we can keep this up I mean these people are clearly psychologically unwell I mean this dude because he went against a defamation case and lost, which should have done his research before I went and su- took the case, um, decided to go shoot people. That's unreasonable. I mean, this guy's going to go to prison now for something he didn't have to do. And no matter what, I mean, let's be real. Guy wasn't important enough for a defamation case to actually matter. Like, I get it, you know... You don't want something published about you. Go to them in person and arbitrate. Say, I want this taken down. Now, other than that, I mean, I've just been getting into the pimp book, dude. It's so good. <laughs> it's brutal. Some of these concepts are insane. You guys would have no idea what being a pimp was like in the, in the 20s, 30s, and 40s until I tell you about it next Tuesday. But... The stories in this book are insane. You're go, you're about to learn on Tuesday what Murphying a John is. It's pretty intense. It's also a uh, you gotta be pretty stupid for it to work, honestly. Ooh, excuse me. Now, I'm, I've been going back and forth with this uh, Supreme Court justice thing in the news. I think that the president should be able to appoint Supreme Court justices. I really think that it should be a election by the public because these people are around for 
decades. I mean, the one that just left Kennedy was appointed in the Nixon, or no, Nixon, Reagan era. That's a long time. It's about 30 years, I think. So these people make huge decisions regarding our laws, and we just don't get to pick them. The fact that we don't kind of bothers me. Like, if someone goes and skews the court unfairly, example, if you have five liberals to four conservatives or vice versa, you're going to have a lot of biased issues. Like, the idea that Roe v. Wade might be overturned kind of upsets me. Now, it doesn't mean abortion will be illegal. It just means it goes to the states. But it would just be so much of a step back. It, in terms of just all the stuff that we're doing, and, you know, I, I don't particularly prescribe to the, uh, the Trumpisms of our presidency, but if you, if you really just wanted to decide to fuck everything up, why, why you just give one party total power, basically. And the crazy part is that there are people within the Republican Party that are being like, dog, what are you doing? Who the fuck needs it? What the hell is this Space Force thing? I mean, really, I get it, cool. I think I talked about it last week, but like, if you want to skew public opinion away from things you're doing, you go to space. That's just what you do. We did it in the Cold War. We did it with the, the space shuttle programs. It's just what you do. Now, do I think that we need a space force? Eventually, yes. Do I think we need to weaponize space? No, because wars in space will be terrible. I don't think people understand the implications of that. I mean, you know, if you could put a kinetic weapon into orbit and use it is, I would say, a bombing platform. It would have way more destructive power and less risk of nu than nuclear weapons. Like, you could drop a 6,000-pound rod from space and accelerate it to its terminal velocity, and th the damage that would cause is outrageous. You would be able to pierce bunkers, like, at least... 20 feet underground. You could do whatever you wanted. No one would be safe ever. Drone strikes? Nah. I'm gonna pierce you with a needle from space. That's the size of you. But consistently heavier because it's made of depleted uranium. Um, I'm kind of... Oh, yeah, that. So... I was reading Pimp, and I was thinking about like how I'm going to relate this to capitalist concepts, right? The way the book is stated just writes itself to be a capitalism textbook. Like, I'm going to give you like a little clip of the book. Um, it's early in Iceberg Slim's life. The notorious Pimp, main character of the book. His mother left his father at a very young age. I believe it was about six or nine years old. He doesn't say specifically, but it's around that time. Now, the weird part is how his mother essentially pushed him into pimping because 
he she goes with this this very wealthy black man. He runs a business. This is Depression era America too. So a black man who owns a successful business, multiple of them in fact, is an incredible outlier as it is. And his mother just goes and she hooks onto him and she starts to drain him of money. He gives her basically the world barber or salon that she runs. She gets all the clothes she wants. The kid, Iceberg, loves him. He was the father he always wanted. But then this real slick pimp shows up and the mother falls for him. So she leaves the wealthy, successful individual for an alcoholic, meth-addicted pimp. And that's where the story starts. And it just tumbles from there. This book flies through. The Crusade book, I loved it. It was cool. I learned a lot of interesting stuff, but it was nowhere near as entertaining as this book is. I'm also pretty hyped today because I was uh, learning a pass in jiu-jitsu, and it is a sweet pass. I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to call it the breakdancer pass because my coach stood on his head for about 20 seconds while he was demonstrating it. A really useful pass for butterfly guard. Secondarily, is a bridge pass. It's kind of harder and seems a little bit less practical, but if you can get it down, it's probably effective. Not expecting someone to reverse suplex themselves over you and then set you up on side control. <sighs> oh, Jesus. Um, lost my train of thought. Kind of slow today checking the time here i'm at 10 minutes um damn oh i was reading a foreign relations article about that whole uh muslim re-education camps that shit is bad they're forcing people to eat pork forcing them to basically blaspheme against their religion to quit uh not quit um rebuke islam and there's about a million people in these camps my mother was talking the other day about potentially going to China, and I had to kind of strike that idea down because it's not a good idea to go to a country that you're in a trade war with, specifically one that has a essentially totalitarian leader who is shifting the country back from its capitalist society to a uh, proto-communism-ish type thing, control economy. I mean... The thing that really shocks me about that country is Xi Jinping owns all the banks. The reason their economy is growing so fast is because everyone is going into debt and he can just choose to wipe all that debt because he owns all the banks. That's weird. I don't really understand how that works, but he can do it. I don't, like, I don't understand how they can spend all this money, go into all this debt, and then just erase it. Like, I, I just, it blows my mind that someone can do that. And then on top of it, they just, they will likely eventually do it. I mean, I, I'm concerned with the way that uh, things are going. It's exceptionally concerned. 
Because if we have a legitimate trade war and a lot of country or a lot of companies from the U.S. are going to other countries to start manufacturing, specifically country or company, Jesus, dude, I'm not doing good today. Companies like Harley Davidson. We're going to have problems because all the things that we essentially rely on may become imports and our economy will decline. We will lose a trade war with China. And we're going to kind of be stuck economically. The There was a news article I read like a week ago that apparently the United States is still a bigger economy than China. And that we export more to them than they do to us. Which is pretty surprising to me. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, oh, I am just dead today. I should have recorded this yesterday. I think I'm going to close this one off for today. I'm just pretty dead. I apologize for the shortness of this podcast, but the content I can give you today probably wouldn't be as good if, as if I just recorded yesterday like I should have. I got really busy and decided not to. Well, I apologize for this short episode. Come back to Opinion Overload next Tuesday for episode 69, Pimpin' Ain't Easy. Actually, I think I might make this on the preview episode as well. Now, I'm just going to make this short. In the series Pimpin' Ain't Easy, I will be taking down capitalist concepts, basic ones, not complex ones, and using the book Pimp to provide a narrative that will help you understand it better. That's it. That's what I'm doing. And there's going to be video podcasts to go with it. So check us out on YouTube starting Tuesday for episode 69. Remember, share this podcast with your boys. And if you like the podcast, rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, wherever you listen to it so that we can get up in those ratings. I will catch you on Tuesday. See you then.